When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the H2P Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing discussions here on your Pit Panthers right here on the DK Podcast Network. We are here. It is Thursday, July 8th. We're chilling. It's the summer. It's nice outside. It's hot, but it's nice. I, I, I'm a hot guy. I don't like being cold. I enjoy this t- this time of the year. Fall is my favorite time of the year because it's, it's not cold but it's not too hot it's right in the middle and you got football and basketball's coming back in order that's when the world everything's right with the world but we're not there yet we're working our way to the start of camp i believe we are now actually two months out from opening day for pit football because and that's good that's going to be a big deal this year when you know when, when pit when pit gets going I think this is going to be a huge year. I've talked a lot about Kenny Pickett. I've talked a lot about how this this program needs this year. Pat Narduzzi needs this year to be a serious thing. But there's a strength on the team that's been a strength on the team for some time. Um, also, yeah, the, the season opener is against UMass Saturday, September 4th. So we're less than two months away from, from kicking off to the season. But one aspect to this team that is going to forever be important is its defensive front. Namely, it's front seven. And last year, you saw several components of that front seven get recognized. You had Rashad Weaver and Patrick Jones both going in the NFL draft. Jalen Twyman as well, even though he didn't play last year. You saw Kalijah Kansi named amongst some of the best ACC freshmen. But there's an interesting mix here amongst this group we're going to break this down segment by segment the first we're going to address the defensive front in the first segment the second segment we'll address the linebackers because both of these groups have a lot of potential they uh they have potential but also they have really big shoes to fill and that's going to be the challenge for this defense because it is not it is not uh it'd be understating Patrick Jones and Rashad Weaver, it's just like, oh, yeah, they can replace them. That's going to be no problem. Nah, it's not going to be like that. 
Now, they do have some interesting guys who have been around the program for quite some time. Deslin Alexander, a redshirt senior, who's also an all-academic ACC guy. I believe he's actually been all-academic all of his semesters in the ACC for Pitt. And the other defensive defensive end on the team, John Morgan III, he's a redshirt junior. Both of them have experience. Both of them flashed good things last year. Liked what, what liked what you saw out, out of them defensively, um, but of course they were back. They were backups. You, you, you know, Deslin Alexander was the guy who filled in when Rashad Weaver would have his games where he would couldn't play. You know, remember at the beginning of the season he couldn't play because of COVID, and then at the towards the end of the season he opted out. So you know, there's 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 aspects to this that are. You know that that, that you're gonna be, that these guys have experience, but one thing that I like about both of them—they're big, they're strong, they do have the fundamentals down, and they've been in the program for quite some time. It's not like these guys are new. It's not like they're gonna have to adjust to the culture of the team or the program. They're coming in with the mentality that hey, like you know what I, I know I know my responsibilities. And I know that getting after the quarterback is the number one concern. Now, Desmond Alexander, a guy with 18 tackles, six and a half tackles for loss, and three sacks last year, he's going to have to be a tone setter. He comes off like the guy who, like a guy who can be a leader, a guy who's very coachable. And if you're a Pitt fan, you want to see him succeed. Now, for... John Morgan, I also like the things I've seen from him. I think he's flashed a lot of potential. But it's going to be about who can be the consistent producer out out on the edge. And don't forget about the young guys that are coming up out there. You got Baldonado, the redshirt junior, who was hurt last year, was flashing some potential, but then got hurt and then didn't really bounce back. He's back. You got the local Pittsburgh kid out of Weston House City League, Dayon Hayes, the sophomore, coming off the you know you know coming off the edge. He he had a sack in his in in the first game last year against Austin P. And then you got the freshman, Nakai Johnson, the guy they stole from LSU. It's going to be interesting to see who brings the heat off the edge and who becomes those depth guys. Now, on the interior of the defensive front, there's going to be some interesting rotation that goes on here. Because you got some younger guys and you got some older guys. And funny enough, it looks like it's going to be the younger guys who get the start. Now, those younger guys are, of course, Kalijah Cansey and Devin Danielson, another local product. But... um, Glad you can't see a redshirt sophomore, Devin Danielson, a redshirt junior. Both had moments where you were like, oh, there's something there, but then, you know, didn't balance out last season. Glad you can't see went through what Pat Narduzzi would talk about saying uh, that, you know, when he made plays, he's, he was great in games, but not great in practice. And once he made some splash plays, he kind of thought a little too much of himself and he had to grow from that. But he also said that he was learning that lesson late last year and says he's liked what he's seen from him in the spring practices. 
if Kalijah Kansi can be a disruptive force, and then the thing is about Kalijah Kansi, he's quick. He's quick off the ball. He gets out. He gets off. By the time that he is that, that you have reacted as an offensive lineman and taken your first couple steps, he is most likely in your chest and executing a move. Now that's not enough, of course. You need to combine burst and explosiveness with with a, a trained technique and solid handwork and solid footwork to follow through on that. But there's potential there. Devin Danielson, a bigger guy, a little bit, uh, you know, a, a stronger guy, more for the run blocking, but he can also help in that department. The guys behind them are Keyshawn Camp, a redshirt senior, Tyler Bentley, a redshirt junior, and David Green, another redshirt junior. Those guys, they're going to have a solid rotation up front. They may not have the star power of Rashad Weaver and Patrick Jones that they did last year, but I do believe they will have a steady rotation of guys. And if you know anything about front front sevens in football, whether it's high school to college to pros, you need fresh legs. You need guys who can come after the quarterback, who can get after the run game all game long. And then that way in the fourth quarter, you're not tired and you're still bringing it every single play. Pitt has some depth as well at the positions behind this defensive line. Of course, talking about the linebackers there. I'm gonna break down some things about Pitt football. Talk about what you know. What talk about with their, where the linebackers are. That's another intriguing group with a lot of super seniors returning. Who they are, who might start, and what might benefit the team most. We'll get into that right after this break, right here on the H2P podcast on DKPittsburghSports.com. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Back here on the H2P Podcast on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Remember, you can download this podcast anywhere, but especially on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, um, and rate us five stars with a positive comment to help us out. Let's keep it rolling here. Talk about the linebackers. Now, this could be the most intriguing part of this defense because they have basically everyone returning from last year. You got Cam Bright who really stepped up last year in the, in the tackle department. Had 53 tackles, 8.5 for loss, 4.5 sacks. Also had a pass breakup. 
You got Servasier Dennis, who had a really strong year last year. 57 tackles, 14 and a half for loss. I believe 14 and a half um, was actually the team lead. Let me make sure I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, he led the team in tackles for loss, tied with Rashad Weaver. Actually led, uh, you know, um, had this had the second most yards uh, yards lost because of tackles for tackles for loss. But point being, he 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 was he was putting up numbers in that regard. And he also uh, Cam Bright also had four and a half sacks. Like I said, Servasse Dennis had four sacks. These guys aren't afraid to charge in and go get the quarterback. Now, who else they have at linebacker is also is is interesting. Now, I see Cam Bright, Servasse Dennis as being two guys that are definitely going to get in the rotation, moved around quite a bit. Now, let's also explain what Pitt football's linebacker situation is. Now, because if you listen to me talk about the Steelers a lot, you know I talk about the edge rushers right and left, and there's the Buck and 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 the uh, um, and the Mac. Buck, usually the guy is in front of everybody, takes on the fullback, helps stuff the run a little bit more, takes on the cannon fodder of the offensive line. The Mac is the guy that's like Ryan Shazier, Lawrence Timmons in his prime, Devin Bush right now. We help you help him cover a little bit, little bit more, but you're also the guy everyone tries to keep clean because you have the athleticism to go sideline to sideline. But Pitt doesn't run a, a three-four; they run a four-three. Now traditional names for the four-three are. Sam, Mike, and Will. Those are the, usually the three linebackers. Now, Pitt uses different names for them. The Star, Mike, and Money. Now, the Mike is the, is the, is the Jack Lambert. If you, want, if you want a picture in your mind, if you're an old Pittsburgh head. He plays the middle, middle of the field. He, he's, he's tackle to tackle. You're there to stop the run, keep the defense coordinated. Oftentimes, you're the guy that's coordinating the defense. You're the guy giving out the signals. Make sure everyone, make sure everyone's on the same page. But you got to be physical. You got to be athletic. You got to be able to move. The star linebacker is usually the one that's asked to cover a little bit more. You line up over the tight end. You're on the strong side of the defense or the offense. You could peer over the tight end because you're a little bit bigger. You might chip him at the line of scrimmage. You might pass rush a little bit more. But you're setting the tone over there. Now, the other uh, linebacker is the money linebacker. Now, traditionally, that would be the weak side linebacker. That's kind of a buck roll. You take on the blockers. You you, you got to be active more in, the, in, in, the, in the run stuffing game. But you can also help a little bit in the pass. But those outside linebackers, all three of these guys, it, it are, they are demanding positions in this defense. You've got to be athletic. You've got to be communicating. You have to understand what's coming your way. I'm interested to see who fits in these roles this year. Because you got two super seniors returning in Phil Campbell and Chase Pine. Both of these guys have stepped up in their years with Pitt football. And last year, Phil Campbell's 46 tackles were the fourth most on the team. Chase Pine's 43 tackles were the seventh most on the team. They made themselves active. But like I said, Cam Bright, 53 tackles, third most on the team, behind Hamlin and Servassier Dennis, who had 57. And there's the return of Wendell Davis that you have to look at. Wendell Davis won the position outright. He's a redshirt junior now. 
He was the starter in the middle of the field, and he looked good. He had four tackles in, in early on in the season. Then he got hurt, and he never really rebounded. And that sucked for Pitt. They it worked out. They were able to keep keep a balanced group there. But it wasn't what you wanted because he was he was really building on something there. And then you still have guys like John Partition, who's a a graduate transfer, who's found a way to play. You have uh, Bengali Kamara, Brandon George. There are guys in this defense. They, they have, this defensive front is going to be so deep this year. There's going to be a heavy rotation, and if you're and if you're a diehard Pitt fan, you'll want to watch that as these games play out. When when do certain players get in? Who gets in in different type of in different situations? And who wins the Mike Reinbacker role? Now I project Wendell Davis. The, your, your starting lineup should be if if I see this correctly, Wendell Davis. Should be your Mike linebacker. Cam Bright should be your star linebacker. And Servasier Dennis should be your money linebacker. And then your backups can be Chase Pine playing the Mike, Phil Campbell playing the money. And then you can either have John Patrician playing star. You can see about Brandon George because he's pretty athletic. See if Bongali Kamara grows in there. He's a sophomore. There's also Leslie Smith. But Campbell and Pine is guys coming off the bench for you? Hello? That's a win. And again, this is the same group. Plus Wendell Davis because he didn't play most of last season. Those are good things. Pitt has a lot of question marks on this team. Pitt has a lot of question marks. Whether it's, you know, can the offensive line get it in? Can the running game? get to where it was at the end of the season? Can the receivers catch the ball better this year? Can the pass rush be as active? Can the secondary handle all the players that that went on to the NFL last year? And I've talked about those different groups, but... When you're looking at this team and you're looking at who's what's the deepest, most reliable part, I don't think there's a doubt it's this defensive front. Because when you look at this group and you see them and how they're 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 laid out, there's not one spot where I say, man, if they get hurt here. They're in a lot of trouble. Maybe Deslin Alexander, because I think he's going to be the best guy on the on on the defensive line. But if Kalaja Kansi gets hurt, you got David Green and Tyler, Tyler Bentley ready to go. If Cam Bright gets hurt. You got Phil Campbell, Chase Pine, John Partition, all those guys filling in. Wendell Davis gets hurt. You got Chase Pine filling in. Sarasay Dennis, any of those guys I named can be on that list. They've got the depth to play for this defensive front to be very good, to be fresh all game, and to be bringing it. But what will be interesting to see is can they fill the shoes that the last year's defensive front did? 
Because let's be honest, without that, the way that the, without the way that Weaver and Jones played last year, and those linebackers were flying around, they probably lose two or three more games last year, and it would have been a complete disaster. Like I said, big shoes to fill. But hey, that's how you step up in life. That's how you step up in sports. Is when there's a when there's an opportunity. Do you look at it as something to fear? Do you look at it as something to worry about? Or do you look at it as something to be excited about? I think these Pitt Panthers have a lot to be excited about this year and a lot to prove. They'll be excited to show you guys starting September 4th right at Heinz Field against UMass. We'll see how they go. Again, thanks for listening to the H2P podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing to, uh, to, continuing to talk about Pitt football. We'll have some more Pitt basketball co- talk coming your way this weekend. Thanks again for listening. Remember to rate us five stars, leave positive comments. Also, you remember to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as well as anywhere podcasts are hosted. Keep listening to DK Sports Radio. we got a ton of great things coming your way. As always, I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Appreciate anyone who does and checks out my work. I'll be back in your ears very soon, right here on DKPittsburghSports.com. Ladies and gentlemen.